You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Vixens and all you other kin. I don't know. Don't call yourself that, please. Um, this is Maddie, your host of the Voluntary Vixens podcast, joined as usual by my co-host Jesse. Hey everybody. <laughs> and tonight we are joined by old friends, old but good friends. And man, has it been a long time. So it's um we've got Monica Perez and Brad Bigley of the Prop Report. It's been Honestly, like, when did we have you guys on last together? Because Binkley came on and totally helped us out during uh, Mansplain March, um, <laughs> which I think is going to be a tradition because we had way yes, too much fun that it has to be. If you want my advice, um, it really should be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Well, you know, we just mansplained that onto the calendar, so... <laughs> but I honestly I think, think it's been it's a year. Either, I feel like it's, it's either been, been Yeah, either a year or over a year. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like I'm thinking last summer. <laughs> oh, really? We didn't even do like a I Christmas like, or a Halloween thing? No, I mean. Yeah, I think it was last summer. I think it was well, like this last is, August. This is a Christmas special, by the way. <laughs> it's a Christmas, <laughs> Christmas special. We need to take a week off between Christmas and New Year's. So I am okay. trying to do swap casts with our favorite podcasters. <laughs> well, okay. Merry All right. Christmas. All right. Standards are high when we replace our regular daily Ooh. show. I like that. I feel really important now. (laughs) Definitely. All right. Well, so uh, it's been a while. And um, yeah, we're here to catch up with our favorite news chasers, news grabbers, and headline solvers, like, and predictors, I guess. Mm. So um, I don't know, like, where should we start? (laughs) What's going on? Where should I ask Binkley where he is? Where are you? Where am I? Yeah. Well, as you see by my uh, <laughs> stolen background, because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a thief in the metaverse right now. Exactly. This is cybercrime. He's a cybercriminal. Yeah. yeah, I realize. We don't believe in IP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've been talking about the metaverse nice. a lot. Excellent. And there was, uh, I saw this show. It, it's kind of like The Masked Singer, which is one of the creepiest shows uh-huh. of all oh, time. It, I don't yes. like I don't so, like masks. Go figure. So creepy. Oh wow! What? That is so weird. It just was launched right before mm-hmm. Mask Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, and there's another version of it called like it's like an Avatar version where it's like part of the metaverse where they sing. I guess they're in another room or something, so and, and their avatar, avatar is performing in front of the. The What's the metaverse people. with masks on? I mean, isn't that redundant? Well, it's weird. It's not like it's masked, but it's an avatar, so it's like virtual. The the metaverse a avatar. Yeah, it's not. It's, so it's different from the mask wow. singer. Yeah, where it's okay, they're okay. in a different room this time, so it's their virtual <laughs> it. self is singing in front of the real guests, which is what the metaverse is. The metaverse is uh, uh, combining 
the physical world with the augmented reality and the virtual reality to create some sort of weird extended reality where, as Zuckerberg puts it, if you want to go to mm. a party and you're at home and your friends at the real party, <laughs> you can go as your avatar and you can be in that physical world. And then this avatar oh, yeah, appears. Yeah. yeah, it's real creepy. But, but the best part about it was he said, and there'll be parties where everyone gets invited. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't no ever get the party, right. <laughs> only that was like a telling to go to that one. That, 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 those, those Zuckerberg <laughs> takes us into the metaverse to, to show it to us by by going, let me see what to wear in the metaverse. And he pulls up his avatar, <sighs> which Monica points out looks more Weird. real than he does. And, and then he goes, well, what should I wear? And he like flips through the clothes and he wears the same outfit that he's wearing <laughs> in the physical verse <laughs> on his avatar. Is he has like the weird. Fantastic possibilities. And, you know, he could be an, a knight. He could be a stormtrooper or whatever the PC version of that is. I can be a, instead, a creepy clown. Right. A creepy clown. And study wears his jeans and a T-shirt. Um, we are living in a Black Mirror episode. Meets apparently sharing. We really are. We're living in several closet. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember what, like back when Black Mirror was. um. You know, fiction. I, don't, I guess new. <laughs> yeah, and, and fiction. But before it became and a docu series. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, that sounds creepy. I do not trust the thing that comes out of that word, that man Zuckerberg's mouth. Um, your cat just appeared like, over your shoulder slightly, yeah. by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> Maddie knows the full extent of what the metaverse is, though. You got to explain to her the whole thing, right? You the guys metaverse is. So you've oh, heard of no. You've seen the NFT craze recently. So the meta Zuckerberg and others, they want people to live, work and play in the metaverse, in this virtual world where instead of just like us being little, we can, we're in front of our screens. It's kind of like we can step inside of our screens with our avatar. And this will be done through virtual reality sets, through glasses that project augmented reality. One example they had was you can be walking down the street and all of a sudden you have your augmented reality glasses on. All of a sudden a, a, a monster just pops out of the wall. And this is art, but it's like 4D art and it scares you out into the middle of the road and you get hit by a car. But the nothing end. is it blends. It, basically, it makes physical world and the virtual world indistinguishable. That's kind of the idea. And everything oh you do God. is in that world. And NFTs are the property of that world. People buy and sell Nike shoes and there's already Nike's already. Uh, they've already got trademarks for their their shoes and stuff and yeah, swish that. symbol Wait. in that world. What does NFT stand for? What's an NFT? Non-fungible token, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a gamer thing? That I well, yeah. Think. Now it's going to be like a real okay. world thing because you got to dress Dear your avatar God. up. God. It's um, like Bitcoin in a virtual world almost. Like, I mean, that, that's not really exactly the way to say it, but they just, they, like, they, it's unique, but it's digital. So you can pay a lot. It's this concept of it having inherent value or a store of value. I don't know if it's it's non fungible, so it is not a medium of exchange, but it does have value in the virtual in, world, in the metaverse, in the metaverse, in imaginary world. Right. So. Yeah, but they exist now. Like bands will. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, are they selling them? How are they using them? Do you know basically how they're used? What, what band was it? It was like. Yeah, it Kings of they Leon. Made they sold it for millions oh. of dollars. I know Quentin Tarantino sold some of his clips uh, that had never been seen as NFTs, exclusive clips that are like on a 
blockchain network, a secret network that only the person who bought them can access. Mm-hmm. I know that that's one example of it. And I don't know, they're weird. I, I know the first time I experienced them was when a friend of mine's kid was buying these hats for his gaming character that it was I was like, why are people paying for these stupid digital hats? And all mm-hmm. these kids were buying them for like five bucks a pop. And it's like that. But, you know, for adults. Dear God. And obviously they avoid they don't talk about the the sexual problems it'll cause because all people do when they go in these virtual worlds is they think about okay what what can you do i told monica that it's going to be the scene of what what hole can i plug exactly that's that's what people do with the new technology and Mm -hmm. so you're going to see this guy walking into like an orgy in the virtual world then you cut to the real world and it's just him humping the air in the middle of his his basement with his uh vr on yeah losers yeah losers yeah (laughs) it's like glorifying losers and i'm sorry like some people really are like socially inept and maybe they need something like this, but it's weird if they're trying to normalize this thing. Maybe, maybe that's well, why they picked Zuck. Well, he's a freak. <laughs> he is. He, he looks like Data. Totally that's what looks said. like Data. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he I, looks but like Data's data. way yeah. more human. And it almost yeah. got to the point where I wondered if when they picked Zuck when he was 12, like 20 years ago, like when exactly was Data created? Because mm. they picked Zuck when he was 12. So. When was data? 12, you know, right? I'm going to do some math while you guys chatter. Okay. Yeah, because I might need Maybe they're the same person, that. really. When you say it data, I thought you meant like data. literally like codes. And no, like data is Brent Spiner, who actually yeah. had, a, had an album, a record album called Old Yellow Eyes is back. But I always loved um, data. He's fully functional, perfect man. Data is more likable than... Yeah, I was like... Uh, yes, exactly. He talks like mm. this. Welcome to the metaverse. I mean, he, he, if anybody is a uh, robot, it is Zuckerberg. Um, yes, I almost think so. Because like he looks like he has no blood flow. He's just like pale. He's yeah. always making Pallid. jokes that he's a lizard. Yeah. Or a yeah. robot. Because yeah. everyone gonna, thinks he's a lizard yeah. or a robot. Yeah, I mean, really. And at one point, so there's going to be a point in time in history where they put a real robot that is an android out into the real world to see if people can recognize it or not. So this will happen. So oh, the yeah. question is, is it happening already? And is Zuckerberg or somebody mm-hmm. else that experiment? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely been, happening already. They've yeah. made movies about this like for I feel like I'm getting decades. Skylink vibes. Like, yeah, Terminator. it's kind of like, like Blade Runner and yeah. uh, like Blade Runner being one of the most like I think apocalyptic. I've actually okay. never seen Blade Runner, but I really think I need to. Oh, you need to oh, see so both of them. Good. Yeah, yeah both I was gonna of say them. Two of them now, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 the the second one's like the newer one with Ryan Gosling? Yes. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm on the right and track here. He's actually good in that movie. So I mean, I like him. Period. But maybe it's just because he looks nice. But mm-hmm. yeah, but he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, so he's, you know, completely. Yeah, with Britney. Like, I think he was thinking at the same time as Britney well, and Justin. Then. Okay, so Data. Yeah. Okay, no, this now is quite right. All right. Data, Data was alive, or whatever. TNG aired between September 87 and May 94. And Zuck was born in May 84. So he was only three. I don't think they could see mm-hmm. that coming. Maybe they picked him because he looked like Data. Or maybe they designed him after Data. I mean, has anybody actually seen Zuckerberg as in a child? 
as a baby. I I saw a picture of him like in it with his family and he looks like he might be a part of his family. He supposedly (laughs) went to that Johns Hopkins Center for Talented Youth when he was 12 and he was in there with Sergey Brin, Lady Gaga and Mm. the guy who does Quora. Who's Sergey Brin? He was the Google guy. The guy who oh oh speaking of hopkins man jesse i know you know this um but i was we've been listening to um he was on our podcast actually i think in march as well as mo facts with adam curry and holy crap like does he do some like really interesting and unique deep dives like i think you guys would appreciate it but so the, i'm i've been doing some mo like binging and because he did a really good one. Like the most recent episode was kind of talking about how much of like a psyop, like the AIDS hysteria was and what it really meant to like black people and kind of how that's still like very much prevalent today. And it kind of is like, you know, Tuskegee, they're able to like kind of throw that and put that in the background. And it's like, you know, black men and, like he's really like onto something with how that much they're trying to eliminate men, but especially like black men. Well, Tuskegee, and, um, they lie about them to Tuskegee. Did he did? Uh, he might have talked about this to you guys, but to, the thing they don't tell people about Tuskegee is they they try and kind of like brush they that one under. But they yeah. for forty years they had mm-hmm. local they so they got these black <laughs> doctors in the local areas that were working with the the mm-hmm. patients and they prevented them actively from getting the treatment. So for 40 years, they made them think they were getting treatment. Then they hooked up with local doctors and said, you're going to prevent these guys from realizing they're not getting the treatment because we want to see what the what their corpses look like. That's what some of the doctors yep. are quoted as saying, that we want to see what mm, their corpse yep. look like. And then they had a woman who for 40 years was the handler of most of these patients who was our confidant, who brought them warm meals, who drove them back and forth to their doctor. She was a room. nurse. Yeah, she was a yep. nurse. And so right now what they're doing is they're they're going, we're going to reach out to the local communities and we're going to talk to your doctors and we're going to have them put a bug in your ear and we're going to do this in African-American communities. And that's the exact same thing they did in Tuskegee, but they don't tell them the truth about Tuskegee because they might say, oh, this is the same shit they did back then. Yeah. Kind of sounds like what's going on right now, because like, you know, when I had COVID, um, trying to get any kind of treatment whatsoever was impossible. They just told me to go. They needed you sick, Jesse. They needed you sick and or dead. And I mean, they've got the nurses pretty well trained to just toe the line. So it's like the only treatment is the vaccine. And if you didn't get the vaccine, you know, you're screwed. (laughs) You you made a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had doctors. I had a doctor tell me that if I had just gotten vaccinated, I could have avoided all of this. I will say. there's like things a rapist exactly would say, Monica, I think. Yeah. yeah. Why did you make us do this to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, it's so sick and demented. I've got, a, um, <clears throat> I don't know how she's exactly related to me, but we have the last name. So she's in there somewhere. But so I will say she was vaccinated and she's just been sick. Like she's probably on day like 14 of being super sick. And, you know, but thank God she got jabbed, you know, thank God, because she's, that means yeah, she's it's Jesse's fault. Worse. She wouldn't have gotten sick. Yeah, it could have <laughs> been worse. Could have worse. That's what they say. Like, they thank always God say that. Not, thank God she's not in the hospital on a ventilator, but she's asthmatic and they literally prescribed her nothing. So even as a vaccinated person who complied, towed the line wow. and did what she was supposed to do, they didn't give her anything. And I was like, have wow. you been taking anything? Like take these vitamins, like, you know, here's some detoxifying and like, 
um, yeah. supplements, like liposomal glutathione and that. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, here's some things that, like, you know, you can get off the over the counter. Like, get them on Amazon, whatever. Like, they're at your health store. You should be taking these anyway. <laughs> and um, I didn't say the I word, you know, because she. <laughs> Although I think that really works. I want some. I did. Yeah. Yeah, because well, I actually have good. never been the same. I had COVID in January oh, yeah, yeah. and I have had this raging sinus problem ever since. So to the point where I can't get Damn. on a plane without taking Sudafed, which I used to just be able to do like nasal spray, or whatever, Sudafed, yeah. which causes strokes. So I'm totally effed because everything causes strokes now. So I take aspirin oh and on the plane, I'm totally, and then I get nosebleeds. It's like crazy. I'm in this weird spiral and it totally started in January. But then I saw this, uh, all of a sudden they started to recommend don't take aspirin anymore. And I was yeah, like, aspirin's I, probably suspicious. the only thing yeah, that- super suspicious. Yes, super so is because the data they're using is, is decades old about stomach oh, bleeding yeah. and one baby aspirin. I mean, maybe it results in, I'm not getting stomach bleeding from one baby aspirin every day, or even just when I'm on a plane, you know, don't take aspirin. I was yeah, like, it's no. like they, if you don't think they're actually pathocratic at this point, actually want that's what I mean. to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were. So that's what they were doing with Tuskegee. Yeah. They were like just <laughs> yeah. letting them stay sick and they would treat them oh, for other things, yeah. but they wouldn't treat them for actual syphilis. Watch it. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And they kept them from getting treatment. Yeah, right? Like if you think they're in treatment through those which local is doctors. Like, yeah, which is a legal concept. Like you can't be busted for not being a good Samaritan unless other people you say, oh, no, I got it. If you say, oh, no, I got it. Yeah. And somebody else would have helped and doesn't. If you're a placeholder, then you are culpable. And then yes. in Guatemala, they, they just went ahead and just injected all kind of uh, syphilis and sex, uh, you know, STDs. Oh, and yes. people as at like age nine years old, there's an active lawsuit right now against John Hopkins University by uh, it's a uh, class action lawsuit by the family members of a bunch of people who were victims of the Guatemala syphilis experiment, which they went over to Guatemala to, Guatemala to do it so that they did not have to um, abide by the restrictions uh, in the United States. They sounds still like, do that. You know, sounds like informed uh, consent. In a function research, just off, yes. off Okay, here. let me throw this out to you guys. Okay. Uh, Binkley's heard it before, and I'm interested in his opinion too, but I... I was very convinced by David Crow, uh, his work on the infectious myth before yeah. he died, rest his soul. I know. And the contagious myth, I think the contagion myth, I think was the Cowan book. I have that. And uh, virus mania was another one inventing the AIDS virus. I was reading all these before this happened. So. So. I was basically convinced that I mean, they call it, let's just say, put it this way, they call it germ theory, right? Mm -hmm. They call it germ theory. Yet now I feel like, so I was never convinced that you could just cough in somebody's face and a virus would leap from one sick person to a well person, crawl up their nose and then make them sick. I just, and viruses aren't alive. Like all that stuff was like very yeah. hard for me to understand, get my mind around. And now, but now that I am not the only person who, who thinks that it is, possible that I got this from a freshly vaccinated person. So I was totally, I don't go anywhere. I don't, I'm really literally an agoraphobic agorist. I don't like the marketplace. <laughs> so I don't go out if I can possibly help it. So I didn't really care. I'm not really agoraphobic, but I didn't care at all about the lockdown for myself. And, uh, 
And then just this gal was in my house and she got the vaccine. She said she was sick the day before from it. And I was nervous. Then I got sick. Yeah. And then my husband got sick and then my son got sick. And I'm like, OK, maybe they were laying the 5G around. It's possible that like they say that autism from vaccines, you can't draw a connection between vaccines and autism because the thing that really gets you is if you have a bad reaction to the vaccine and they give you Tylenol so mm -hmm. that the reason autism had this huge burst is that when they discontinued aspirin because of the claims of rise syndrome and they replaced it with Tylenol, mm -hmm. that's when and everyone knows that Tylenol hurts your liver. You can literally you know, do yeah. permanent damage. So those are, you know, when there's a third factor. So I don't know if the 5G has something to do with it or what. But now all of a sudden I'm beginning to think that all contagion and as I look at bioweapons patents, I saw one from the 80s. I'm wondering and you hear about gain of function research. They did it for the swine flu. Who knows what else? I'm beginning to wonder if all like kind of contagion of a viral nature is gain of function, that it really didn't exist mm. in nature, which is why they couldn't prove it in the Spanish flu. They couldn't prove it in anything like that. And and now I, I really, you know, what do you guys think about the nature of contagion? I wouldn't put past them mm -hmm. to do anything at this point. And like, you know, they were working on the Tuskegee experiments a long time ago, and we don't know exactly like what else was happening behind the scenes. That's just stuff that like we figured out because it was actually stuff that was experienced by people, you know, it wasn't like what was happening in the labs. Um, I think that's really interesting to think about. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. just because I never believed in the contagion thing <laughs> and they cannot so far, they haven't proved it. And when you look at bioweapons, they basically spray it on everybody. They don't give it to one like typhoid. Mary is like a sketchy subject that it probably wasn't true. I mean, she was persecuted. But I don't think she really was responsible for spreading typhoid. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just wondering if so back in the day, a lot of they, you see story after story, there's evidence of them literally spraying towns with certain antigens, but they mm -hmm. didn't give it to one person and release that person into the community. So that even even their stuff about contagion, like anthrax is a bacteria, which I think is different bacteria, I get. Viruses, yeah, anthrax, like very much manipulated by them. I think so, and they and they so. just physically spray it around on people. They don't, you know, they they they'll they spread it around. That's the yeah. thing. So I just, I mean, Jesse, what's your gut? Do you feel like things are just you know coughed in your face or or something else? I, well, I think it's. I don't think that. I think that viruses are are different than bacteria. I'm actually more afraid of bacteria. Yeah. Than yeah. I am of viruses, just because, like you said, viruses aren't alive. They can't exist without a host. Bacteria can stay on a surface and it can exist. It can even multiply depending on what's on that surface. You know, back, uh, virus can't if it doesn't have a place to go. A per, like, so, a, yeah, a body and yeah, with cells. It needs to be DNA. In. It needs and the bacteria. The bacteria is the things that always really after people up like I, mm -hmm. I almost think like the only microbial illness really are bacteria. Probably. They only I mean, have they, antibiotics, right? They don't have antivirals. Why? Because why? It doesn't work. There's, there's no point. That's, yeah. And that's what kills a lot of people with COVID really is not the virus itself. It's usually the pneumonia that you get from and pneumonia is caused. It, it can get worse by bacteria. That's why you have to take a Z-pack on yeah. COVID because Z-pack kills the bacteria that's causing oh, the pneumonia. 
I wondered about that because when I had COVID, I was pretty convinced that what I what I was experiencing wasn't I know it wasn't pneumonia because I well, I don't think it was pneumonia, but it felt like pneumonitis, which is like an inflammation. And mm -hmm. that is a result of low blood oxygen, not a cause mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. But still, when you have lung problems like that, then that's when your normal healthy functioning keeps you from fighting off that stuff that normally you could, and then you do get sick. And I guess that's why you would then have to fight off bacteria. That and itis means inflammation. It's yes. Latin for inflammation. So that's why you need something like prednisone or decadron yeah. to yeah. inhibit your body's like inflammation response. And that's another thing that COVID seems to do is it, it releases all these cytokines in your body, causing all kinds of inflammation everywhere. Oosh. Um, and I noticed that they were talking about like a new medication that I hadn't heard of, uh, them using for COVID that fluvoxamine, which is an antidepressant. Yeah. Um, oh, Prozac. I've been saying that for the longest time. People with Prozac do not get hospitalized so bad. And then I did read, I did read something recently that said that can have side effects, whatever. Don't use it. But yeah, it that's what I remember wondering why. I mean, I read that definitely remember Binkley. I think I read it both in the spring of 2020. Like I read it right no, away. When I got it, you asked me if I had access to it. Yeah, I was I like, just take some Prozac. Yeah. But um, so is that what flu fluvoxamine is? Fluoxetine like, is generic Prozac. Yeah. And, and so, I believe it's a fluoride relative. It seems to have some kind of like anti-inflammatory. I wondered response. it's a reuptake yeah. inhibitor. Maybe yeah. it prevents the protein, which is a fusion protein. The spike protein is a fusion protein. Perhaps it helps you resist uptake mm. of that. I don't know, but I just, I thought it was interesting that Prozac thing. I've been on to it. Well, I know that, um, when I was just starting out in nursing, um, I had to do like some research for nursing school. And one of the things that we looked at was inflammation. And they were saying that they were actually starting to do some research on how on depression, and inflammation. They were, oh, they were wow. noticing that, that patients that were uh, victims of suicide, they would look at their brains and they would see an inordinate large amount of cytokines oh my present. So they were thinking that maybe instead of using like your typical yeah. SSRIs, maybe we should use something that has more of an anti-inflammatory. Right. Uh, and that that's really yeah. why that works that way. And that's interesting wow. because I was looking into stroke and the blood mm -hmm. brain barrier breach that the spike protein allows. Mm -hmm. And I happened to stumble upon an article that said curcumin, which is the stuff in turmeric mm -hmm. is, and this was a research paper. It wasn't just the, you know, whatever bullshit. It was just really research paper. And it was a phenomenal, the results people got from curcumin after having a stroke. And I just thought that was interesting because that has the anti-inflammatory thing too. So, mm -hmm. but at this rate, I would literally take 30 friggin' supplements a day. So I have to do what my mom, who's 92 does. She buys them all. And then I think she probably bought them all about 50 years ago. And then she'll just take like one when <laughs> she's feeling it. So my sister who's really had substance abuse problems and she uh, died of a drug overdose. It was very sad. Her whole life was sad. But when they did, uh, they looked at her blood work and stuff, her liver and kidneys were fine. And I was like, dude, really? And I asked my mom. Something hard. Like, yeah, I was like, wow, what was her Milk secret? Milk thistle. Exactly. 
That's what she said. Milk thistle. Yeah, you want it? It's her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I have her mix. I have the milk thistle, the wow. very bottle. Wow. So anyway, but with that kind of, yeah, so we just, we're funny. It's the old Irish chief thing. It's real. I think being cheap <laughs> will keep you alive. It, I yeah. think it will. Just eating, Sometimes. like, I think of a large part of it too is our diets. You know, we eat a lot of food. If we eat like the typical American diet, we're going to eat a lot of food. It's going to cause inflammation. Inflammation. In yeah. And, um, you know, if you eat like McDonald's, you feel like crap afterwards because of all the inflammation yeah. that you're. And that goes back. And like, I haven't really done nearly as much research as I could or should, but like, that goes back to the autism thing where certain symptoms are sometimes alleviated by cutting like gluten from a diet or other um, Red dye. Terms, like inflammatory foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like some people are actually like allergic to legumes. And so if you cut legumes out of their diet, like all of a sudden their whole behavior is, and everything's different. So, I mean, cut legumes. Is that what you yeah. said? Legumes. Like beans. Legumes. Like uh, beans and stuff. Yeah, I know. I was surprised to find that because they tell you, like, eat more beans. beans yeah, I know. It's just I, I'm starting to realize, like, even more, like, all the things that I was taught that was good to eat and healthy for you actually isn't so much. It was probably so confusing. It's hard. I think people don't know what to eat. Mm -hmm. That is a problem. Because the advertising just they throw everything in front of you and you don't know what they have names where they say they're green or they have they, they all try to be have healthy names, but that doesn't really mean anything and like you said the stuff that we're taught is just well, you know, it's so you know, far and from, it's, a, from and it's the government food pyramid that was like which must be now <laughs> yeah, that we exactly. know big pharma owns the government but oh, i wanted yeah. to test the limits of google's abilities so mm. i searched the other day what is the perfect human diet what is the perfect i was just like maybe google will tell me yeah what did, what did google say Google said the vaccine. No, I think it gave me the truth. Pesca Mediterranean diet. And it, it had the research and it was yeah. just like Mediterranean diet, but not a vegetarian diet, mm -hmm. uh, fish. And my son is funny. He says that fish is food. And the only reason it's alive and swimming around is just to keep it fresh. But it's just there for food. It's like has no brain power at all. And it's interesting. You know, it it's does. It's fish like, actually it's like does kind of have biblical. brain power. I tell you. Oh, really? Very fish biblical. actually have memories that are long. Like they've done recent studies on fish, and fish have long memory. They remember. And I told you this is why I'm against catch and release wow. fishing because they Aww. remember when you do hook them emote, with a, a hook. Or do they just throw them back in the water? Do you think they have emotions about it? I think that probably most beings have some sort of emotions that we just don't understand yet. I think we probably rationalize that right. they don't right. because Mark, we to stop we doing kill that. them. <laughs> like he thinks that's humane. <laughs> I don't think it's humane. Um, Brinkley, is that like, but what about the whole like memory of a goldfish thing? What kind of fish are supposed to have this somewhat? I think memory? even goldfish they found have longer what? memories than, than usual because they, they found that that was a myth that the, the short memory they did studies about Damn, with these fish and these fish would, they would recognize locations and they would recognize other fish because they have circles that they run in just like people i i, oh. I read a study about how roaches have personalities oh, all right like and this whole thing about yeah I've i know it's hard to think those. about because you see a roach and you don't want to think that's like a individual. <laughs> roaches with personality <laughs> i've met a few roaches yeah. with personality yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe it's uh, if a roach can That's make you, you know, sell you good personality, then maybe you'll uh, let him go. <laughs> if we could just communicate with all the beings, I think it's all about Ugh. communication. If we could just communicate with the roaches or anything, we could say, guys, just get out of here. It doesn't have to end bad. 
We're not going to commit genocide. Yeah, I think of that that with my dogs. If I could just explain this to you, we'd have a much better relationship. And then I was like, we would totally fight all the time if I could explain anything yeah. to you. And they'd <laughs> say a lot of dogs inappropriate talk, well, things. Yeah. Like they would blow <laughs> right, family yeah. secrets that they're not supposed to tell. Absolutely. That's yeah. yeah. There's this there's this thing where it's like they're teaching, they're developing technology so that your dogs can talk. And like that's the last I thing know. they want because they would not just want that. Well, the yeah, CIA exactly. The CIA, I was gonna say, yeah, the feds are gonna use that. So or they'll yeah. give us dogs, you know, like like in the <laughs> like in the giver, like every like dog seven collars, yes. dog collars with IRS monitors. Remember the IRS had like flower pots and stuff with with uh, bugging devices. Yeah, that oh, came out with that Lois Lerner thing. Oh my god, it did. Thing. Yeah. Well, like, okay, um, so that sounds like a perfect example of things that are actually important but get swept under the rug totally. because they like to use the like the the contra political party thing. So like all I knew about the Lois Lerner shit was that they were de-incentivizing conservative leaning like packs and shit. Yeah, but really no, they had that the IRS it, had flower pots? <laughs> yeah, with bugs and they were talking about how oh, basically there was then that gave rise to some other expose that they were talking about how every single appliance in your house could oh, be yeah, that, no. utilized in yeah. this effort of you know law yeah, enforcement especially now that it's smart they can hack into yeah anything. this is a dumb tv i feel like i shouldn't I, know. I feel like i shouldn't upgrade things I yeah will. like even the even fact like that to... I, I i think i should get a burner phone soon <laughs> and um what is your there's a whole corporation well I can't remember what the corporation <laughs> was but they they were hacked into and taken over by the, these cyber uh, terrorist through their thermostat. It was a yeah, smart thermostat. and then that was the plot of Mr. Robot. I always think that's weird. So I never got into Mr. Robot. I think Robot. that was, yeah. was before Mr. Robot. Maybe, that it maybe, but Mr. Robot was 2015. That's old. Six years ago. But maybe. Feels like forever. It seems like a lot of these movies and shows are kind of telling us what they're going to do to us. Yeah, I mean, like person I, of interest. Utopia yeah. was like this whole thing. Exactly. Utopia was the creepiest one. I, I didn't. I, ref, I refused. You know, at rap production the day before Event Two Hundred One, Utopia did. I think we yeah. talked about that last time, actually, because it's like, crazy. You were watching it at that time, or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's I, like I still refuse to watch it. I can't. I don't want to. Life log and, and creepy. Facebook. I don't need any more yeah. creepy. Like literally, yeah. life and what I know about it already is creepy enough. I know you just want to escape from IRS flower pots. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still reeling over that. Um, Monica, <laughs> you asked what my fiance thinks about this. He thinks I'm crazy, no. but I think he, no, no, not like really. Like I think he right. trusts, he trusts me, but like I think it's like some bit of maybe denialism that like yeah. <laughs> he can't go that far. But like how I am. How can people think anything is crazy now? Like this is I don't the know. kind of stuff that two people would be like, they He's could still, just do that. They'd be like, you're crazy. Little... And then it happens. And they're like, well, no, they did it for a reason. It's like two years ago, you would have said there was no possible. So you would, I, I could have asked yeah. you, what reason could they give you, right? Like a uh, uh, one-tenth of 1% 1 death rate and the mm -hmm. entire world. And then they kill 10 times that many people with their, and nobody believes the yeah. truth. They wouldn't believe you. They still, yeah. they still won't believe you today about what's coming tomorrow, the metaverse. Yeah. And I mean, like, Jesse and I together have been right this whole time. And he knows, like, I've been right this whole time. And so, you know, we're at least on the same page for a lot of things. But, like, I'm an anarchist. And to him, the word anarchy is bad. Very so, like, chaos. But meanwhile, it's like, 
do you watch what's actually happening out there and every in this like civil governmental run world and like that's better than what you're scared of of like where anarchy is they depress productivity on the one hand with their bad laws and then they take half of the product oh yeah taxes are basically 50 percent at this point and they're and they so they take half of it so they depress what you could produce and then they take half of it do you not think that with four times the productivity that you experience now you couldn't secure your own interests especially if a uh, an entity that powerful and well resourced didn't have a conflict of interest with you where it actually needs you to feel fiscally and physically insecure in order for you to continue to give it so much of yourself it really is slavery i mean there's no it's defies math it, it i'm just amazed at the cognitive dissonance that i see every single day because like i said when i was sick uh with covid uh, my husband is fully vaccinated he got sick with covid i went to when did he get vaccinated versus when you got COVID? he was vaccinated like was over the summer early. or spring or something he was early fairly early and you got covid recently we got covid in august so um and then you know i went and got the monoclonal antibodies and i'm sitting in a room full of people who they i don't know where hipaa was but they're asking everybody if they've been (laughs) vaccinated Mm -hmm. and i'm listening to all the people around me i'm the youngest person there i'm listening to all the people around me and uh 90% 90% or so. I think there was the only person that wasn't vaccinated was the girl sitting next to me. And everybody else was vaccinated and they were all like wow. getting monoclonal antibodies. And I remember one lady, she was like, well, I'm vaccinated. That's why I'm not that sick. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> honey, you're here. You're here getting monoclonal right. antibodies. In the hospital getting a medical procedure. I wanted procedure. to get those. I couldn't get those. Well, now they, they made it almost, yeah, they've made it yeah. hard to get now. Now they since, want you to get them. Because it works. Death sphere. I literally death did sphere. every single thing that Joe Rogan did. Uh, so. But no yeah, that's what I was. Sphere, right? I, <laughs> no, no, no. no, that's the thing that actually kills people. That, right, rem death, I fear. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, the only thing is, is that I didn't get like on all the stuff on board as fast as he did. So, I mean, just that tells you how that how ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine actually does work because i was yeah, about four or five how days long were in. you sick i was probably about sick for about seven days so like by like about four or five days i had the monoclonal i had the ivermectin hydroxychloroquine oh, and nice. the prednisone all within like you know a day and then within 24 hours i was already feeling yeah a, like almost yeah. you have your sense of smell back yeah and i i never lost my sense of taste I think it's because I did have like a small amount of ivermectin right away, but it wasn't, I was having a hard time absorbing it because I could eat and you have to take it with fatty foods. That's the best way for it to absorb. So when I finally got everything on board, it all seemed to work pretty well. Did it feel like an artificial illness to you? Like it did not feel like anything of this you know, that I've ever existed. I've never, I'm pretty healthy. So I've never really been that sick before in years since I was a kid, but it felt like me too. It felt like I had bronchitis and I had bronchitis a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And that was what was so amazing to me is, um, I asked three different doctors for prednisone because that's always what they gave me when I had bronchitis. That's the most important thing that they give you to keep you from, so you can still cough. Yeah. 
if you have bronchitis, you can't cough. And if you can't cough, then you, get you pneumonia. can't get pneumonia. Yeah. Yeah. So I developed pneumonia because it felt like knives stabbing me in my chest when I would yes. take a deep breath or cough. So when they finally gave me the prednisone, it, that probably alone would have just prevented all of it, really. I feel like I popped a few prednisones and it didn't really do it, but. Uh, you have to, you I have to do the, like the, my prescription. Oh, like anywhere, the med so. pack or yeah. You have to do like the whole medrol pack where you do oh, like yeah. six the first day. Yeah. You taper I just down. did what my mother would do. <laughs> take, yeah. Take a I don't know. Take what this is. Just take, take one of each thing. I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, the military has been studying all factory warfare where they intentionally damage the uh, adversary's ability to smell. So they won't recognize incoming threats. Yeah. Anybody? Right. And I think they want to do it so that we just give up on the real world. It's, it'll be the only thing to keep us fully out of the metaverse is if we want to eat stuff and smell and things. Just, yeah. They'll just be like, if you put this implant in your head, you can. Oh, my gosh. Pill, soil and green will taste like foie gras. Well, you know what I just thought of, too, mm -hmm. like that I haven't thought of before, but how much your memory is so is tied to the sense of smell. Like, Binkley, mm -hmm. do you still not smell properly? It. It cut sometimes it comes back for a little bit, but no, not on like a like right now. I can't really smell. Do I send you some essential oils? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah, I have the essential oh, oils that you sent I'll me and some, I've been using I'll do that. Some so that's when I actually realized that I had lost oh it fully because I had been using yeah. that. And then I was like, is it out? And it wasn't out. Then I then I realized I can't I couldn't smell anything. It was, it was All right, crazy. I'll do some research and see what I can I love making love that stuff. Love. Um Thank you for the gifts, by the way. You guys sent me some uh, really, really wonderful things um, after my mom passed away. No, you're welcome. Sweet. Well, I'm going to do some research for you and I will send you some more essential oils. Fix my I do. They, I think that um, since your loss of taste and smell is linked to like a zinc deficiency, too. So that's oh. interesting. I've been taking a lot of zinc. Right. I, I heard that as well. Um, but yeah, the loss of taste was so weird. I mean, the smell also, but it's. When you lose the taste, it's just like you're just no, right. Everything weird sucks. texture yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. You're just like, I never, and that's what's weird. Sucks. I never lost my sense of taste, but it oh, altered my taste. So things that I, yeah. everything that I normally would eat would taste kind of gross. Yeah. I remember I just got like this, uh, I can't remember the name, the bee, but it's the bee that um, pollinates like vanilla. And the, the honey from that bee has a lot of really good like mm. immune boosting oh yes nice. yes it's an antibiotic right? yes mm -hmm. yeah. you take yeah and i was, I was looking that up today natural <laughs> antibiotics because this damn i was trying thing. to drink that while i was sick and it tasted awful and i just could not do it it's so gross really yeah it should be delicious so, i know and i was i remember thinking like oh that stuff is gross and then like i guess about you know a month ago i finally was like maybe it just tasted gross because i was sick and it actually does taste pretty good. So I'm back yeah, to drinking man. that again. And dandelion tea is actually good too. Mm -hmm. That's good detox. And, and bee pollen, or just bee uh, pollen alone is good. Just a teaspoon of bee pollen in your coffee in the morning. I'm wondering if this would help Ooh. you at all, um, Monica. It's called budesonide. And it's like over the counter nasal spray I got that is budesonide. And um, I got it because I kept hearing a lot about it um, from Daniel Horowitz, uh, who does the conservative review podcast. And honestly, like hmm. he's done excellent work this whole 
Really? Like you're a special, like oh, he's great. And he's talking to like all kinds of different doctors and specialists. And so he's like been really on top of this and he's from Maryland too. So it kind of gives me hope that like, yeah. okay, I'm not alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, so that might be, <laughs> Can especially because it is three letters. Is it E U D B U B U D B U D B U D B U D All right. I'm on it's it. It's a, it's a glucocortico corticoid or glucocorticoid but it's a nasal allergy oh. reliever for so that's like uh it's gonna but like i said i got mm-hmm. this you know over the counter bring it but um worth a try if like you're specifically having nasal issues but um i have seen it like listed as something that helps i can't remember if it like helps prophylactically at all but it's listed on like flcc's um early treatment uh for COVID too, so all right, maybe it's in my imagination that it's connected, but whatever. I mean, I'm worried it's because still I there. think COVID and the vaccine are the same thing. So, like, when if the vaccine is going to give you thrombosis, I'm like, well, it's just the spike protein, which clearly got into all of us. I mean, that's the thing. I think it's. But I think it's the, it, it is, but I think like what's awful and I think is different is that the vaccine is literally like an injection of that bioweapon versus like makes you make it it yourself like if you just catch it you're you're it's telling your body how to make this pathogen and everybody's like oh that's what it always does it's like no that's not what we've always done (laughs) oh no 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 it only only does the spike protein it doesn't make the full like the nice nice damaging part but really like harmful part that's a fusion protein it's and that's one of the and that's one of the things about like when you actually get the virus and develop immunity from the virus, you have a better immune right. immunity because so you the have the entire thing. virus that your right. body knows. To yeah, fight. and yet that's fake news, and you'll get kicked off of social media <laughs> if you dare we say that. Already yeah, that is true. Common sense. It's so what so the immune common. system does, though, it doesn't even, from what I read, it doesn't even take like the whole thing and make one big antibody for it. It ta- it parses it into lots and lots of little DNA strands and makes numerous many 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 different antibodies so that's why you're immune to many related diseases like if you get a common cold you're immune to many common colds any mutation of that one that has some of those segments still intact it'll break it up because the antibodies Mm -hmm. will go and it'll break the thing up by destroying that and they're like you're similar enough we saw you before and this you know you know what vaccine enhanced respiratory or vaccine enhanced respiratory disease is when the vaccine causes you to create antibodies to segments of the virus but instead of neutralizing the virus it just attaches to them and then attaches to the cell and deposits it right into the cell that it would not otherwise have had access to the cell yeah how nuts is that yeah nuts i i'm honestly surprised more people aren't dropping reading yeah or reading there's a lot of doctors that won't even be open to to hearing this i i know you guys i literally this. work I with these went to, fucking yeah, psychotic yeah. Doctors. i went to the doctor with a family member that had now i i don't know if that if this reaction was caused by the vaccine but i found recently published papers that listed the very thing that this person had been diagnosed with as a rare side yeah. effect and it, so i i brought the the paper to the doctor and I brought it up, you know, gingerly because I, I I could tell that this guy was going to be kind of prickly about it. And as soon as I brought it up, he's no, 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 no. They're I mean, allergic he, he to not, it. He would not hear it. 
And I, I said, he goes, well, if you have some research, and I said, well, I do. I have it right here. And I had it highlighted like the relevant portion. He's like, no, no, no. And he took the paper and then, no, no. And then he was like, oh, that's interesting. But no, 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 no. You know, like the flings it behind his head. And then he just gave a diagnosis where, where he, yeah, he gives nobody, he gave no direction with the diagnosis and was just like, all right, well, this is a horrible diagnosis. Sorry. And so I, I, we got a second opinion and this next doctor was open Good, to it. I was like, God. now I know I'm not supposed to ask this, but she had actually, she was aware and she actually acknowledged, this was a doctor at Emory, acknowledged that she had seen some of these reactions in her patients. So it was refreshing to see a doctor that was open to it, but I was just shocked. And I feel sorry for anybody who didn't get a second opinion because this doctor was just such a dick and he would not even listen, even though there was information right in front of him. Yes. And doctors don't know everything. So and people think that I, like the average person thinks that a doctor is kind of like the same as a scientist. A doctor is not a scientist. A doctor is a practitioner of science. He uses the what the scientists have information has given them and they base their practice off of that. But not every doctor is the same and not every doctor does a lot of their own research. And so, I mean, you have to kind of rely it's who, you, on your who own are you relying research. on? Yeah. Like yeah. they're relying the whole, on like, There's like this whole joke about like using Google instead of going to talk to your doctor. I mean, I don't think Google's a great company or anything, but I mean, do your own research and get, a, you know, the doctor's opinion on it and compare the two things. Especially if it's like have, an emergency. Yes. Or a rare disease, too, because their answer to a rare disease is, well, well we don't I've know. There's no playbook before. for it. So you got two years to yeah. live some shit like that. So you got to be your own. Well, yeah. how many people I mean, just uh, how many people have been, you know, they they thought something was wrong with them. And the doctor just said, no, you're fine. Just go home. You're fine. I mean, how many people have had that experience? I would say 99% of the people on the planet have had an issue like that. I know uh, working in oncology, we've had multiple patients who they found out that they had cancer mm. uh, after like ye months, years yeah. of like suffering. It's practice. Yeah. So don't think that your doctor is infallible. And oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Tim I've Poole had much better luck with says, go, go, go get a good doctor. Yeah, that's hard. To yeah, do. there are good yeah. doctors. Hard to do. Good, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Try and find one. Like, yeah, somebody that like you can build a relationship with, and you can try and. No, but they're eliminating them. For a while. I know yeah, but they, they are. are. They're they're they canceling are. them. So that's hard actually to do yeah. Now. The functional medicine doctor that I that took me a while to find, and then took me months to get on her calendar and see her. She's retiring. Like so, I like. Well, I'm if they're if they pissed. keep unvaccinated healthcare workers from being healthcare practitioners, they are choosing people who have done their own research and think for themselves. I'm not saying everybody does their own research and thinks for themselves doesn't get the vaccine. I'm saying that anyone who's not getting the vaccine isn't doing it because they're following. Especially the at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And they are just making sure that those people aren't in hospitals. They're not on juries. They're, they're not, not in the police, force, police forces. Yeah. Firefighters, the military, yeah. they're clearing cleaning shop of anybody who might think for themselves it's they're not so essential anymore you know a year yep, ago they're, they're essential right now. it's also very religious so like religious people who uh there are some some angry religious people who don't really want to not cheat on their wives or don't really want to whatever 
And yeah, I've, I've witnessed it. And I just feel like if you've got firefighters or cops or whatever who didn't want to get the vaccine, but they, quote, sucked it up and they did, which I actually have no beef with people who do that. I understand completely that, you know, some people are looking at, at their life's work going up in smoke if they don't do it. But if you are pissed off that you did it and the other guy didn't, mm-hmm. you, know, you can really have that kind of, you know, bring that kind of prejudice there. I've had some experiences like that. Yep. I mean, and I'm just not, uh, I mean, it is really feels like apartheid. It really feels like being discriminated against. And what's worse is after having had a couple of experiences like that, now I think that anyone who treats me ill and knows I'm not vaccinated is a vaxist. But it, they might not be. But it, it erects these barriers. These it's so it's, even more, even more barriers doing, than there were. For all the crap of them saying they don't want racism and stuff, and oh they are gosh. doing everything they can to bring that kind of caste system. That back kind of like hate. Ever. Yeah. It's just a and different unfortunately, category. a lot of the people Probably that are higher. don't want to get vaccinated are minorities because yep. they're not yeah. stupid. They remember look at the map. The look at Africa. Experiment. Yeah. Africa, like every, the whole entire map. Like you look at the map, it's like green if you're vaccinated, and Africa is white. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. whole place. Well, I mean, India didn't. Yeah. India India's does not going trust. down. India's going down. They, mm-hmm. um, the government itself, so they wouldn't give Pfizer immunity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, liability from liability. But mm-hmm. now the government itself is producing Covavax, whatever Covax, I don't know what it's called, but it's, I think it's a Novavax one. I think it's a protein subunit one, which. Mm-hmm shouldn't be with a like a plant toxin adjuvant but it's you know theoretically it's not a gmo thing so maybe but who knows what the hell they're putting in it but i i feel like india's going that route and and thereby they're going to push it out you've got the corrupt politicians i don't know that's the last i assessed i mean india is a very vast country so most of the people there are poor and live in the slums and you know or out in the country so there's probably there are like the wealthy ones that probably will go and get vaccinated they'll probably do what the government says because they are part of the government or that the children yeah. or they're you know part they're of, this, of that yeah, the cast that higher yeah cash. they're the brahmins but i i don't like think i think they they yeah, yeah. The poor people are probably not going to be flooding into getting vaccinated now, especially after what happened with uh, the tribal people after um, Bill Gates had his way with them. So this is the thing they say. This is what's really paradoxical about all this, or I should say sinister, is that Kawasaki disease is basically polio or similar to polio. It's this acute myelitis like uh mm-hmm. the, of the extremities and everything and the this is it's like guillain barre it's a it's a side effect of the vaccine mm-hmm. so they say well gates put a polio vaccine over there and everybody got polio because there was live virus in it which of course viruses aren't alive so that can't be a true story mm-hmm. and what it could be though is that the predictable side effects of the vaccine which is this um, autoimmune response that can result in that kind of paralysis and they attacks the myelin sheath mm-hmm. and creates a, an ability to, for those um, electrical impulses to hit the extremities. That is something that you could expect from 
a vaccine side effect, but they call it polio. They call it a polio outbreak, which makes you think it's something a vaccine would cure or vaccines really are what they say they are. My mother to this minute, she'll be like, you know, I understand you're skeptical about this stuff, but I, you know, polio was a lifesaver. Yeah, I know. That's what everybody says. Polio was already on its like severe, severe decline. Like which it, you know, and, and they reported that, after though. the fact that they over-exaggerated the numbers drastically, and that it wasn't actually as near as bad as they claimed it was. This is like a study that came out decades later that said, "Oh, they were just amping it up to try to get people to get the vaccine," which is the same Literally. thing they found out about the 2009 SARS uh, epidemic as well. That. The case they Cheryl Atkinson did a state to state investigation and found that literally millions of people that were originally counted in, in the count federally because they stopped counting them federally did not actually have SARS 2009. Was that swine though, not SARS? Yeah. The other S? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Swine or the bird flu. One of those. Actually, two. okay. Speaking of bird flu, my sister just texted the family group chat. And she's like, oh shit, I didn't know. China's actually got running rampant with bird flu. Like, I don't want some actual shit coming over here. Um, you guys would know things. Have you guys heard anything like that? <laughs> I haven't heard that. I know that swine flu was the thing that they were doing gain of function research in. And I think Boston, like they literally have admitted that openly. So it is definitely in their wheelhouse. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of this stuff is, are these vaccine enhanced diseases that, you know, like I'm worried that the kids are now going to start getting similar diseases because yeah. they, the vaccines have these impacts. And also of course, you know, anticipated spike in Kawasaki disease, which they're going to say is. Oh. Yeah. now they're saying Fauci came out today and they're saying, well, it's no, it's, it's no longer going down the number of cases it's halted and it's now it's at an alarming rate again. So like yesterday it was going down, but now it's at an alarming rate again. Is, and the ICUs right? are full. Yeah, which the full, ICUs yeah. are always. Uh, yeah. Full. I mean, as somebody who has worked in a hospital, ICUs are always, we, that's the, that's how <laughs> hospitals make money. They stay right. at, capacity exactly. constantly that's why they have that's what that's what the surgeries are for to keep you know to keep the hospitals full they do the they do the surgeries they come to if they have a complication they go down to the icu for a day or two come back to the floor then they discharge it's not that uncommon i that's what drives me crazy is other nurses who i've worked with know all this stuff and yeah. still are like guys please just go get vaccinated it's crazy out there and i'm like wow, what is everybody you work with vaccinated no would you say i don't work in the hospital now i work in i work in psych now and um actually there's a couple nurses that i work with that we're both like we're like i got you like we you know <laughs> nice. yeah. so what is it that's gotten into their heads i call it vax borging Oh it's yeah, like people I who agree. prior to that would be like, oh yeah, you know, let's weigh the pros and cons of the vaccine. Then they go get the vaccine Backs and they board. come back and they're just like, why are you not vaccinated? Big Vaccination is the only answer. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh my God. And then they hate you and they're mean to you. I had a nurse so, so mean to me when she found out I wasn't vaccinated. I was like, she said, do your research and get the vaccine. I said, I did my research. That's why I didn't get it. Yeah. And she was so fucking pissed. It's because- I mean, people say that to me yeah. and I'm like, I've literally talked to toxicologists and doctors and nurses, ICU nurses, and um, what are the occupational hygienists? I mean, I've literally yeah. talking to we've talked people. To, we've talked to work. the experts. Yeah, so right. I've done more than research than you probably right. have watching exactly. MSNBC and listening to Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Um, sorry. 
Yeah. And even the experts of mine that like are towing the line and worshiping the CDC and still don't know if it's okay to go out yet. Um, Like literally the laptop class, they're all just totally adherent to the CDC and Fauci and they're funders. Like, okay, back to the Hopkins thing and how freaking like silly, corrupt and like what a sham of a place that is. I I have to say, I think like, because it seems like it. I mean, it's, I think it's, 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 a, it's almost like a shell, you know, like you, the doctors there, they really don't make that much money. So they have to, in order to live in this Baltimore area where they have to live in the nice expensive parts of right, Baltimore, because if you live in the bad parts of Baltimore, you will be shot. <laughs> COVID won't or, be your problem. <laughs> well, something. Like or maybe multiple, will. multiple things will be your problem. But so like, in order to finance their lives, like that they want to have, um, they, you know, will take on other kinds of work. You know, I happen to have a job related to that. But what's also just like, you know, all their their salary is really tied to like how many grants they're able to pull, where they get this grant money from, NIH, everybody Fauci, stuff like that. So it's all, that's it's all like federal funding. That's two things I want to say about that. There's the that is an ethical glass ceiling where they can't ask questions that <clears throat> price them out of their funding. And um, mm-hmm. oh, what was the other thing? Oh, and just a Bloomberg, the School of Public Health is named after Michael Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, that Merck. Oh, yeah, that's God. crazy. But that Merck, Hill, <laughs> the head of the Biomedical Advanced Research Agency, which funds, like, uses federal funding and gives uh-huh. it to Big Pharma to make their pills, which fucking yeah, really irritates that me. Crappy. And he said he quit because of the cronyism around, wow. I guess he said hydroxychloroquine, but I don't really believe it because there were emails. Yeah, that's what he said publicly, but there were emails a few days before he got demoted and quit where he, or at least got demoted, uh, where he said it was that Merck pill or something similar to that same class of pill that he could not advocate any additional funding that already funded it because it was its method of operation is to go in and kind of splice out pieces of genetic material, supposedly from viruses, but it was really a failed drug. They were repurposing it, but he objected. Is this the older Merck pill? His name is Rick Bright. It's the Merck pill that was just approved in the UK for COVID. Oh, okay. It was is repurposed. It existed for a while. And, it. But it never really got anywhere because it caused problems with, um, it had like rats born with chunks of their skull missing and stuff because I believe it interrupts the genetic process. So I would watch out for that thing. Yeah. Okay. Noted. I mean, that's right. Look at his whistleblower statement. Oh, no, his whistleblower statement doesn't hit that, but there are articles about it. I've I've put them in a lot of show notes. I mean, I was just thinking, like, you know, you're asking, like, how did nurses get to this point? Like, you think of, like, the Tuskegee doctors and Eunice Rivers, the nurse, like, they thought they were doing something good for their community. For they, science. Were bringing, they were bringing awareness yeah. to their to a black university and they wanted to show that they could, you know, they were complicit. Doctors. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost right. it's almost it's the like thing. they just kind of tuned out like that little thing in their mind that wants to ask that question. And I think that's kind of what you're told that you're a moron. 
you're an idiot. They laugh at you for asking those questions. Like, shut up. They convince you doing the greater good shit. And they, they, I mean, they lie. They may help people justify in their own mind that they're doing the right thing. And they give them whatever incentives or compensation they, they need to mm -hmm. give them. But for you, yeah, 40 years, they lied to the, the, those subjects that they, they actively prevented them from the people they trusted the most yeah. from getting medication that could have helped them because they wanted to see how the, the disease you know, messed up their, their bodies when they were dead. And, and John Hopkins saying, I'll say it again, because it's worth reiterating. It's not just John Hopkins, yeah. it's also the Rockefeller yeah. Foundation, but John Hopkins, because they are held up as one of the primary authoritative, mm -hmm. authoritative sources that yeah. we should follow. They are currently being sued for a billion dollars by the family of victims of the Guatemala syphilis experiment for their role in that experiment in, in intentionally infecting hundreds of Guatemalans with syphilis and other horrible diseases, children as young as nine years yeah. old. And then also, would, oh, uh, uh, just, and you might have more to say about this than I do, Jesse, but um, have you guys heard of the, like Henrietta Lacks? Um, yeah. Oh, so it, like there's a book out there that I remember circulating, like even I think my friend old roommate had, like the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks. And so that's this woman, this Baltimore woman who came into the Hopkins hospital. Like, she's like, I think I have this like lump on my cervix or something. I've got this lump, check it out, please. And basically they went and biopsied it and it was cervical cancer and she was dead within a week. But like the sample of cells that they took, like, freakishly kind of just like self-replicating. It wouldn't, like, they wouldn't stop. It was almost like, Alex Jones level alien. Like this is another thing Mofax brought in that to this episode about what? like shady shit that's going on at Hopkins or, or has like, it doesn't have a nice clean record. It really doesn't. And so actually like currently it sounds <laughs> the like function cancer. Well, so yeah. this is yeah, like back Jack in the, this is like, this is like back in the fifties when they just made this, you know, discovery of yeah, what Jack this cells were like. Um, Jack Ruby, they say, He's claimed so Jack Ruby was arrested for killing Lee Harvey Oswald and he was yeah. died in jail after I think not that long, like one year. And he said that somebody came in and injected him with shit. And then I think it was in Dr. Mary's monk that talked about the possibility that they were they could give people cancer that way. And I, I mean, it seems be like they definitely can. Like, I'd yeah. Be surprised if they so can. anyway, this woman's cell line, though, has been used for, I mean, probably countless various vaccines and maybe other therapeutics and just like wow. basic scientific experiments since oh, the 50s and um so i think like hopkins is also under um under the spotlight because your family wants uh compensation because yeah, like they, they say, took it without telling her right. or without any of this stuff and they All keep vaccines. they continue to use her and they probably patented the gene probably so they do that kind of stuff and um it's like the same thing with their argument against worrying about having aborted fetal cells in the J&J &J vaccine or mm -hmm. in the testing for Pfizer or Moderna is that it was just two babies a long time ago. And, uh, and my argument and the mothers gave consent. And I'm like, well, if the mother's the one who uh, decided to have an abortion and they say, oh, they, they have all the answers. Oh, the mother's lives are in danger or whatever. But that mother would not be the person really by any normal system be the one to give consent for those aborted children to give their, you know, forever they're using yeah. supposedly the same cells over and over again, which I absolutely don't believe for a second. But if they are, surely those 
people whose cells are being used can't have given consent, nor could a legitimate proxy of theirs have given consent because the person who killed them is the person they got the consent from. And that person should be barred by law, should go to a ne the next of kin. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know, man. It's just, it's like a very screwed up thing. So that's it's another demonic. thing. Like, like, those it, people are immortal. So, those yes. babies are immortal. And what, what's happening with their cells is probably quite likely something they wouldn't approve of. Exactly. And like Mo said, like they can never rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Isn't that awful to think about? Like yeah, in the in the metaphysical awful. world, like that we're definitely like victim to some weird, weird, like otherworldly, it feels like, or other realm. And everyone every American has the legacy of that. You know, mm -hmm. every vaccinated American has that legacy. I mean, I yeah. feel bad. I feel bad for people who had to do, I get a lot, a lot of emails of people who just, you know, one person had five kids and I was like, my husband's in the military and he's getting deployed and he has to, you know, he cannot lose this job. Yeah. Well, and he has to do it. And they, these guys have to suck it up. I mean, I feel bad for them. I know. And, and this is like, not to sound heartless to anybody who's in that situation, but it's like, you signed yourself up to the for the military. You are already the government slave. You have like basically signed away your life and your rights, and that's how they get you. Though that like you know try to make it seem like I think it's something I've even brought up with you guys before. Like that to me is like the state shiny objects. Like I would absolutely avoid <laughs> mm -hmm. any kind yeah. of like. Lucky for me, like I I work for I work at a job like where I I'm not a federal contractor. I don't in any way work right. with and for the federal government. Or any kind of government. Yeah, right, right. I'm not involved in any public sector shit or shenanigans. And like, that's how I sleep at night. I, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, everybody does but their own thing and has to. What, but what they are doing with government money, with our tax dollars, is paying for the propaganda that's getting in the heads of the kids through TikTok and stuff. Now, those aren't people who signed up for the military, but they're people yeah. whose brains yeah. are not like fully developed. And another gal, um, on one of our like uh, Patreon parties was saying how her kids who are underage just went and got the vaccine and tell her that it was given to them without and they just they That's were disgusting that they're allowed yeah, and, to. You know what they're telling them that they're, they're and Colbert does this and they're actually doing this in some commercials now. They're portraying children who get the vaccine as superheroes. Yeah, as, oh like God. literal superheroes. Ew. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like that's I awful. Mean, there are innocent victims. Yeah. Wasn't there, there, there was, I can't plenty. remember the name of the drug, but there was a drug that they, that the mothers took. Thalidomide. And their kids were fine, but then those kids oh, had wow. children that would have birth defects. So Really? I was- Skip the generation? Yeah, and so I don't know if it was that, I don't know if it was no, that No, it couldn't one. have been thalidomide because that's when they were born that was without too their obvious, limbs. Yeah. But I guess what you're saying is in utero, the reproductive- um, like I think if, uh, the baby is, is born with all yeah. of her eggs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. So if those eggs did not develop correctly, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awful. So you but, might, these parents that are letting their kids get injected right now, their kids may be fine, but they may not be able to have children. We don't have any of them. They may have children that. who have lifelong disabilities and they right. all could have been avoided. And they'll never admit it. And the bottom no. line is COVID is easily treatable. Nobody had to go on ventilators. No, Frippy, you know, no. Knock on wood, for it being a bioweapon, you know, like it was and, and is treatable. 
this really is has so many elements to the Tuskegee Not experiment because there really was a treatment. Yeah. There really Please was that. a cure, yeah. and there COVID has got COVID. Not only has like one drug, it has multiple drugs that we could be using. I was so many. just talking to a guy today. I was buying some golden zebra loaches to eat the jillions of snails that are in my aquarium right now, <laughs> and uh, he. I, he was talking about watching videos coming out of Thailand. So I assume he was Thai. And he said in Thailand, like 100,000 people had it. And there was one pill that totally works. He doesn't know the word in English. He's like, they just gave it to Probably these. Ivermectin. Everybody got better right away. And he said, but the videos that talk about it get taken down immediately. And I asked him, I gave him my email address. And he said he'd figure it out. And eventually he will let me know. But tell you what it is yeah hopefully i don't know he said their herbs will do it too but they can't allow that to get out or they won't be able to use the emergency use authorization and if they can't use that it really won't get approval it's never been approved before yeah well it's a billion dollar operation to change society so they gotta demonize anything yeah, that's really cheap and effective to undermine the whole yep. effort to literally change everything about it's so our weird. natural world and force it into this yeah. weird metaverse that you're talking and, about. And GMOing yeah. us. Like yeah. maybe that's us. what they're trying to do. They're, yeah, they're, they're trying to. They know we're yeah. not going to be able to, like maybe generations down the road, they're going to be disabled and have so many problems that they can't get out of their house. So they have to have some kind of And there'll be so many escape. toxins. Metaverse, they'll blame yeah. it on 5G probably. They'll never go back to this. They'll never, ever. I don't know if no, they'll well, it's still in living memory either. You don't know yeah. if it is or is not. If there's well, I don't know if it is, but I don't know if they'll ever admit that too. Like that's a, right. You know, Who knows? Inter but... Internet's a blessing, right? Like the connectivity that they're giving us is yeah. just you know godly. So now that they've shut down all actual truth on it, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> Do you guys think there'll be a parallel society with? You know, nurse, I know that I've read some articles about nurses that are getting together, doctors that are getting together that oppose all of this and talking about starting their own operation. And I know we talked about the Trump thing. Trump's launching all his platforms oh where he's opening up alternative um, entertainment stuff. And that could be some sort of controlled opposition. But what, what do you guys think about well, people organizing? So literally what's what I'm doing this weekend. So by the time this episode comes out, I'll have already had it. But so my little main street, my quaint little beautiful little charming main street that I fell in love with years ago when I stumbled upon this town. Um, they have a craft beer festival. Um, they've been having it for the past few years. Last year they canceled it, of course, because COVID. Um, but so this year they had it back on the calendar and that was super exciting and uh, encouraging to see until you've now read the fine print and see what their policies are and restrictions are as in regards to COVID. So let me break it down for you. So you have to, in order to attend and overpay to get craft beer, um, you have to show your proof of vaccination or a you know valid um, and recent enough um, negative test. Or if you don't have either of those things, don't worry, put that mask on. We're, we've got complimentary tests on site. They're very quick turn. Just keep the mask on until you, you, know, you test the way you're supposed to test. I have no idea what happens to the people who are negative. Like, do they like beat them up? Do they like the positive? The positive. Do they, do they, you never, do see they, them you never see them again. You put, they put them in a van. <laughs> like what happens to those people? 
sent him to Australia, the prison colony. Um, <laughs> oh God! But then also, so just that's that's like those are the rules basically. And then the bonuses for anybody who wants to get vaccinated can get vaccinated on site at the beer festival, um, <laughs> or complimentary complimentary vax or complimentary booster. And so if you get the vax and it's like you know a two parter, don't worry, they'll, they'll be back and you can get it you know, in a timely manner when you need the second dose. Why is our government paying for that? Because it's not the beer place that's paying for it. And it's, it's not, not. It's not big pharma. And so this, yeah, this little community organization that is that is sponsoring it and putting on is a nonprofit, which to me is a disgusting word, because um, clearly they had to seek from the devil funding for such a thing. And like, that's the reason they have all these parameters in place is to get this funding. And it's like, you should yeah. sell people beer. They haven't been outside or in public or socialized in like a year and a half. Like money will raise itself. <laughs> yeah. We we covered a story the other day in, in Austria where oh, they yeah. were if you, you if you come get the jab, you get free sex with a prostitute. Oh, I saw so, that. So Anthony <sighs> Anthony Samerhoff, I don't know if you guys know him, but he's the Scottish libertarian who's been traveling throughout the United States. I think he was here before the world shut down and just never went home. And so he's been going like all across the United States. I've actually ran into him twice, once at Tom Woods and once at Ron Paul's lunch. Um, and like, and then he's also been going to Costa Rica because they're pretty chill. And he's been to Europe like maybe twice. He's in Vienna now, unless he's already come back to Costa Rica. Well, no wonder he's in Vienna. <laughs> he's no, he's not allowed in the United States anymore because he's unvaccinated. And Vienna, like literally overnight, it seemed to him like it switched from he was allowed to have a negative test to go out to dinner to no, you need a vaccination to go out to dinner. But that's where they're giving free sex for vaccination. So obviously it's fully vaccinated now. <laughs> I mean, that's how no, that's why, because they, they were shut down the restaurants unless you're vaccinated. And really this, no, it, that it happened in LA. Brothel, like so. I, I haven't tried, but what, what is it? Wednesday, Monday, the hammer, the iron curtain fell. I can't go mm. to a restaurant, a hair salon. It nothing. didn't already exist like that. I thought it did. I went out to dinner. Oh, no, it, it was it was halted, right? Until the re-election. Just briefly, the, yeah, briefly, but it was, you could sit outside or, I mean, I, I never, I only took a negative test once and that was to get to Hawaii. But other than that, you know, here you could, I, I haven't really been chafed by it at all, except for the gyms. Hmm. The gyms, you had to have it and then to not wear a mask and then, but, but then everybody had to wear a mask anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. So it was just Monday. That wow. it came down, and I just I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm sure the restaurateurs just fucking hate it. Oh, I'm sure they're. Oh wait, no, living. I think I think you're allowed to sit outside. I hope so. But I mean, that's not perfect for winter. No. You, do they force you to be ostracized while you Ashamed. eat? People have to shame yeah. you. Like big. Brother, yeah, I think like, people want to eat outside anyway be. because they're afraid. They're of afraid. Time. They're afraid of the air. But it's so, LA. Like they're it's, parallel on the parallel so world so subject. Like so, I'm literally die. having. I would too. I'm having a beer fest in my backyard because I'm Yay. right on Main Street and there was tons of people in the, the group. Speakeasy. Yeah, that's basically. That's great. We're going to have- uh, you know, yeah, that's awesome. I'm to charge people, but they I, can I'm not, donate. exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, like I'm-, I'm Tell doing them to like BYO. BYOB, bring, bring your own lawn chairs, bring games. We're going nice. to hang out. I'm going to meet a ton of strangers, but I'm I was your like- house. You should. <laughs> That's great. I, I think that that's what people yeah. should do. That's so awesome. So people are like, oh, I'm so glad you're doing this. And I'm like, I felt like I had to. Good for you. 
November Fest at Maddie. Yeah, basically. I have one more question for you guys. Is there so, anything different from the boosters than from the regular shots? Because they say you're eligible for the you're eligible for the booster. Congratulations. I don't think they you know, like confetti comes down. But is the booster any different than the regular shot? I think for like, guys formula wise, I do not think so. I don't I, know. I don't think so. I and if it is, anything. it's like literally like punched into a computer change of the formula and the like genetic code or whatever like but i don't think it's significantly okay, so you can't just start with a booster then you have to mm -hmm. if you start with the booster you well, so that's the thing it's like people are are to this day and like my siblings are getting emails from their employers like that they need to get these shots and it's like these shots are old as hell hey actually question i was thinking about like what happened remember like in june july the hype was all the expiring um yeah. vaccines yeah. okay well yeah, yeah. what happened to them so all these are fresh and good like we're good to go with like a basically equivalent of like a two or three year old flu vaccine like because like that strain is gone it's already yeah. ripped through oh. societies they had that they had that uh refrigerator issue too in the beginning well, i remember that i think that was just, just like amping up the drama you know like in it was an excuse for why only westerners can get the one kind of vaccine that i mean that was how they were segregating the vaccine well if you're not rich enough to have a freezer in every doctor's office then you don't get this one i feel like that's how they divided the trial up because you'll notice that the vaccines are all given out geographically and everybody knows which one they got i've I, my kids yeah. i don't know which dtap my kid or ddap or whatever my yeah. kids got you know i actually it's pfizer but only because i looked it up later yeah <laughs> But uh, what didn't wasn't it at the beginning they you know if you were going to get the vaccine you had to be around healthcare professionals for like so long at least and 15 then, minutes 15 and minutes here, or so, and then yeah, they yeah. started doing it in drive-throughs that like yeah. they do drive-throughs and they don't Six care drive-through they did it at dodger stadium and it was huge like people it was just a sea of cars and raven, raven stadium comes to me with videos of like oh my friend went to get the vaccine and some guy just started doing bacon on the floor and they yelled at her for taking the video, you know. Mm -hmm. And they yelled. How many people were in traffic 15 minutes later and just started seizing? No, they make you wait. Yeah. Even now, even now, they make you wait. So I just tell people like, Do yeah. They? But I so I had a, a friend who's a stewardess, and she got COVID, and they um, immediately the vaccine mandate came down, and she's like, I can't get the vaccine, and the nurses and stuff were really worried about her. And we know someone who was pretty seriously injured from getting the vaccine too close to the. Uh illness because for a while there they were allowing it and then they were like give it yourself that, 90 days yeah. so for her mm -hmm. they she had to get it and they were really worried about her so they they just put ice on her arm like before during and after for like four hours i don't know what they were trying to do they were trying to like stop it in its tracks or make sure the immune response was localized in her arm but uh i was wondering if that would prevent some of that like extreme side effects reaction Hopefully. right out the gate but Hopefully i mean they could lucky. give you an ice pack uh but i guess i guess yeah. i guess but didn't they allow people who just like and i think I, there were some places that would let college students give the vaccine it seems like what are these people going to do if they're not experienced nurses or doctors is somebody well, that's, a seizure yeah that's what i was wondering like what how do they do it in like dodger stadium like or how yeah or how about the ones where um like and maybe it was i don't even know like not real but um 
I saw stories from this summer about like people going to bars to get patrons at bars. Like, and it's like, what are you guys doing there? Like, who are you people trying to inject people while they're intoxicated? Well, at that's a bar? like the Travis yeah. Scott thing. There were people running around injecting folks. And I, the first thing I thought was like, were they like injecting them with the vaccine? And eight people did die of a heart attack, like teenagers. You think and it was drugs, like things. fentanyl or I think, fentanyl? I think, I think it was a false flag. And I think that somebody went around killing people. They didn't, the early reports were, I think, I, I don't think they've been changed, was cardiac arrest, not asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. And these are young people, teens and 20 something. My sister's friend was, was there. Oh. Uh, well, you guys talk. Let me pull up her text message just because right. I was like, well, what does she say about it? And um, she said, like, she, like, she likes the same music I like. And I've been to, like, I've been to raves. I've been to the, all right. the music festivals. I've been yeah, to the, metal the stuff. Mosh pit. Well, yeah. I've never been to, like, a metal mosh pit. But I will say I have been lifted out of, like, a pit before because I couldn't breathe. There was no right. room. And there was not going to be more room. So I have been lifted right. out by choice. Um, and people are like readily there to grab people and pull them out. Right. And, like, and I've had people, like I've seen people collapse behind me. I've right. gotten them out. Like usually it's a very like vibey situation where everybody is really looking out for each other and not a piece of shit. And like, so it's just like hearing all that. I was like, that is the, like the worst thing I've ever heard. And she said, um, the whole thing seemed like chaos. She said, not even near the stage, but it was the most violent pushing ever. And um, really? she said, she said she was, she and her friends were the oldest people there, it seemed, but she's not even that old. She's like maybe five years younger than me. So like 25, 26, 27. Um, and it's like, she's mm. been like, these people have been to all these places and like, they've been in crazier experiences or like, well, there that were probably, may have, I mean, should have been crazier, but this was different. I mean, if it was a false flag, then they would have people in there, provocateurs who were they would, setting and the they stage. Because they did have, they featured this video of a guy standing up on the soundboard or whatever it was and saying like, you got to stop the show. People are dying and everybody around him. And like, what are you talking about? Like, there was nothing going on. It was just weird. And that reminds me of other agents provocateur I've seen. That I just, this, the whole thing seems screwy. I think they're really trying to control society. They don't like festivals. They don't like, yeah. um, you know, masses. They want, I think they want actual law enforcement there instead of private security. That's a meme I've seen come up a couple of times. And uh, that's why they delayed the VAX mandate in LA for the restaurants was that one of the councilmen was like, we want actual law enforcement to enforce it, <laughs> you know? So luckily yeah. he didn't get his way. But that would make it better somehow? Well, it was better defund, for him. Defund yeah. the police. These were the same people saying defund <laughs> the police last summer. Oh, gosh. Don't even. The, the insane. Yeah, Alec Baldwin wants cops on movie sets now. I remember it? when liberals said my body, my choice, and they meant it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they didn't like war. Well, you know what I always say? I always say my body, your choice. Baby. <laughs> Put that, on a, put that on a Valentine's Day card. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, on that super seductive note, <laughs> I think I need to start getting to bed. It's your bedtime. Um, yeah. And, um, and the cats are like swarming. We love so, the cats. <laughs> well, yeah. once, like, look at this guy. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. they know where the camera is because they kind of pop their head in. From time I, to time. I think they do. They're little hams, especially the orange one. 
um, Howard. But um, yeah. So anyway, like I said, that was a really super seductive note to leave <laughs> off on. So Binkley, where can people find you and Monica? <laughs> well, you can find Monica and I at thepropreport.com or on any podcasting platform that you're on under the Propaganda Report podcast feed. We're also on Rockfin at rockfin.com slash propaganda report. And we have a Patreon also, patreon.com slash propaganda report. And I am at Freedom Act Radio on Twitter. And Monica is at Monica Perez Show on Twitter. There you go. Easy enough. And, of and course, how about you girls? Because this is going to be our oh, lead yeah. off for the Christmas <laughs> special. Yep. So you can find us um, on any, I guess, platform to listen to podcasts. Um, we're most active uh, socially on Instagram. Um, at Voluntary Vixens. We have a backup account because we have been shadow banned like three times. Um, we're currently off the shadow ban, knock on wood again. Um, and so our backup account is at Girl Foxes Who Nap. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then we're on Twitter, but it's mostly Jesse. However, I did just also acquire. So Jesse on Twitter is at Vixens Voluntary because at the time, so annoying. Some, somebody had that. somebody had Voluntary Vixens, no but way. however, I don't know how, but that name is now available, and my friend basically donated like his followers and set up that account for us. So now we're also at voluntary vixens wow so you can find is us anywhere you? basically it's so me. jesse is vixens, vixens voluntary, voluntary. yeah you're gonna have to carry the weight on I, I, jesse's very I'm, fiery on Twitter yes. She's got so some, i like yeah. my my personal twitter like i was already act, pretty active and so you can find me at pet my maddie p-e-t-t my maddie um oh my or, that's a seductive one too i know it was, it was <laughs> i don't too, know what your maddie funny. is but it was too funny not to do um yeah, so I'd say like that's the best place to find us. You can email us though, voluntaryvixens at gmail.com. Um, we're on, I guess we still technically have a Facebook page, but I don't think we interact with anybody there. Especially like, you know, we don't like lizards, so yeah. It's it's meta. It's meta page. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, meta took us down yesterday in the middle of a live stream. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 yeah, we were talking about the election and we questioned it. So oh. I think- we didn't even question it we just explained something that was true that a bunch of counties destroyed their ballots a year early speaking of election things um how's our buddy garland doing he got uh the judge dismissed his case on standing after like 10 months after he found discrepancies. Oh, well, yeah, that's convenient. <laughs> when he was the, the perfect, the perfect yeah, time to dismiss a case. Yeah. The judge ruled to unseal yeah. the ballots afterwards. He was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I'm not supposed to talk to you. <laughs> like, really? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was weird. So but don't put this on Facebook because it will get taken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of sketchy shit um, and good recommendations, though, for you two before I leave you, um, have you, if you haven't ever watched Goliath before, start it um it's billy bob thornton as an attorney and it's on amazon prime and so the first step first season it's him and military industrial complex it's fire second season it's him in la with the cartel again it gets weird though um third season it's also like these are all based in like la and um the third season is um he's out in the desert dealing with like whatever kind of corrupt shit is going on with the water and like the public water 
And, and then fourth season just dropped this September. It's the fourth and final season. And it missed, you know, a season last year because of COVID. But it finally was released. And holy shit, it was a hammer dropper. And it was the opioids, big pharma. And it oh, was right. beautiful. So. Wow. All right. Well, we. I like Billy I'm Bob. Ready. He, I'm ready for I've never. Like, he's really good. Like, really good in this role. So. Yeah, binge, right. very binge worthy. I'll go watch it right now. Yeah, so if any of our listeners, if I haven't mentioned that before, go check it out. Um, and then, you know, any of your guys' listeners over the Christmas holiday, that's a great time to binge oh, stuff. perfect. All right, <laughs> exactly. we have to do this as a lead off. Absolutely, yeah. okay. Okay. All right, <laughs> well, um, thank you, Monica and B- Brad. Um, I was just called you Binkley, but thank you yeah, guys so much Binkley. for coming on. It's I know, I know. Um, Fun. <laughs> But thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, hopefully we'll do it again sooner than over a year from now. Um, but yeah, and so everybody listening, keep it sane, keep it peaceful, and keep it voluntary. <laughs>